Shira is about um, Oved Me'ava and Oved Me'ara. Okay? Serving God out of love and out of fear. So the Ramam is in the 10th parak of Tshuva. Uh, right? Okay, so even though we're done with Tshuva time in theory, right? We had Yom Kippur. But, you know, these are part of the Ikarim and the Gorim Ima. They're like the Ikarim, which Tshuva drags along with it. So it's not really about Tshuva proper, but you so it about serving God. Okay, so it says like this. Al Yom Adam. So I'm in um, Paragasa, Paragaten, Lachal. Okay. Al Yom Adam. Harini Osa Mitzvah Satorah Osik Bechach Masa. Kadesh Akabal Habrachas Askilos Petorah. Kadesh Askilachem Abba. Person should not say that I am going to do the mitzvahs of the Torah and involve myself in the Tzachma in order that I'll receive the brachas that are written in the Torah. Or in order that I'll receive all as bizochet al maba, the efros from the averos shetiram b'torah shehazir tamehem, or I will separate from the averos in the Torah. Kadesh enatzel min hakolos into the Torah. Kadesh lekaros b'chal maba, so that I'll uh, be spared the kolos in the Torah, or so they won't uh, lose, be cut off mal maba, right? Right. Basically, it's not a pro- person shouldn't say I'm going to do it for reward or punishment, right? It's not appropriate to serve Hashem on this path. Because serving God on this path is serving out of fear. It's not the level of Nevi'im, nor is it the level of Chachaman. Right? The only ones who serve God on this path, Ella, Amehaaretz, Vehanashim, Vehaketanim. So, Amehaaretz, women, children. Shemechanchin osan laavod miyura. That you teach them to serve God out of fear. Ad shetir badaiton. You have them have until they too gain more knowledge and serve out of love. Right. So everybody. Right, wherever you start off, it's never appropriate to serve God out in this manner. Right, so even if you're uneducated, even if you're um, arts or women or children, people who don't have knowledge for starters, it's not appropriate to serve God in that way either. It's just the biggest, it's a, it's a beginning step, but it's never like an end, an end goal for anybody, right. You just teach people who are in the beginning of their training and you teach them to do it out of Yara until they gain more knowledge and they do it out of Ava. Right? Yeah. Okay. That's Halacha Aleph. You know, let's read uh, let's read Halacha Beis also and then we'll throw out some questions, okay? So Ha'oved Mehava, so he hasn't told you quite what Ovid Mehava is. He told you what Ovid Mehava is. And he told you it's not appropriate to do. Right? So when you're doing it for reward or punishment, right? If that's not appropriate. Rather, a person should work their way towards Ovid Me'ava. But he hasn't explained to you what Ovid Me'ava is. So Ovid Me'ava, Osei B'Torah of Mitzvos, Oloch B'Sinus of Chachma. So he's involved in Torah Mitzvos and going in the path of Chachma. Lo Mipnei Davar Ba'olam. Not because of anything in the world. Lo Mipnei Yeras Not because he's afraid of the evil. Below, nor in order to inherit the good. 
He does the good, the truth, because it's true. And the end of the good, or the ultimate good, comes in it, along with it. Okay? That's an interesting phrase. He does the true because it's truth. Truth because it's true. And the end of the good will come, the good will eventually come along with it. Okay. Keep it going. And this is a very high level. Not every chacham is zochet to such a level. He might have Hashem called him my lover. Because he only served Hashem out of love. That is the Maila that Hashem commanded us through Moshe Benu Shnema. We have to ask Hashem to come to the Chol of Chol of Chol of Right? I guess that's what it means. The Chol of Avcha, maybe. Well, they aren't. Right? It's me. It was Manji of Hashem Avruya. Miyadi Asakolnis Meavu. And at the time that a person loves Hashem, the appropriate Ava. Immediately, he'll do all the mitzvahs out of love. Okay, that's it. That's it. It'll do for now. Okay. I think the question I was asking is, why is it better to be over Nava than of Mira? What's better about it? Ultimately, if he's doing the Torah, he's doing the mitzvahs, he's doing everything right. The difference ultimately should see how good is he doing it. If he's doing everything good, great. If he's not, not. What's the difference if he's why is Ava so much better than Yura? This is a good question. So there's two ways to read this Rama about the Ovim Yura. And then I think you can prove which way. But I'll, tell, I'll show you two ways. When it says in at the end of Allah, Allah Ameharats, right? It's the only ones who serve God this way are Ameharats, Vihanashim and women, Viktanim. And children. That you teach them to do it out of fear until they get more knowledge and they serve out of love. So who are you mechanchen? Is this mechanchen that you teach going on the children? Or is it going on all three? In other words, do you say, they always do yira. And children, they do yira at the beginning and then you teach them. Or do you say he means, no, all three, and ketanim. You teach to do it out of, uh, you start with your own teaching to do it. Right? You hear what I'm saying? The two ways to read? Yeah. So, right? Could you prove which way or argue which way? Yeah, sorry, yeah, hey, hey. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Right. So, you can argue from today to tomorrow about what's more mashma. I think it's more mistabi or the second way, but you could prove it from what he says in Halakha. Which one was the second way? The second way was that all the, all the groups you teach, you teach. Yeah. none of them, no one's lament to stay this way forever. Okay, and I'll show you. I'll show you. It's open. It says he says in halacha. Hey, he says kol um, kol osim So if you do it, uh, if you do the Torah for a word or avoid punishment, that's loloshma. Kol osik ba lo yir lo kabel sachel mi avos and then kol tzahar tziv ba osik ba loshma. If you're doing for avos, it's loshma. Amru chamalei asu yishor do loshma segeloshma. Fine. Lefikach kishem alam de mesakatan mesanoshim etal amehoretz. So therefore, when you teach. Um, children and women and the group of Amehorites. Right? You teach them in order to, out of your fear, 
until they get knowledge and they get more wisdom. You reveal to them the secrets, and you accustom them to this idea, uh, you know, patiently, until they understand it and they serve God out of fear, out of love. So you see, he's grouping, that's clear, he's saying all of them. So basically, children, women, and Amiarats are a group of people who are uneducated, right? Children, because they're just uneducated because they're children. Women in their society, or depending on your world, they're uneducated. Amiarats are people who, let's say, are in the working force and they're not, they don't get a chance to go to school. There's no schooling for everybody. So in that world, only certain people would be, so would be uh, educated, but the children and the women and the arts weren't. But even then, he's not saying that's an appropriate way to serve God. That's just the starting point, because they're, they're, the fact is, these are people who are uneducated. But it's appropriate for people when they're uneducated and you're starting out to teach them through Adaviera, but only as a stepping stone to get to Ava. So he's not saying anything negative about Amayarats or, or about women. Or he's just saying that if you have a person who is uneducated, you don't teach them Ava, you teach them Yerah first. But it's a, that's never a permanent state for anybody. It doesn't matter what your upbringing, it doesn't matter your gender, it doesn't matter which class you belong, it doesn't matter anything. It's always just a stepping stone. So, of course, if you're, by this logic, if, if you're in a society where women are educated in the way that you're boys are educated, then the same thing. It's They're part of the Katana, and there's no difference. It's just, it, on arts, it's just, it's a, a fact that people who are uneducated, that's how you start them. I think that's his point, is that his point is this is never, Yura is never, it's not like, look like, at like this, I think this is his point. It's like, it's not, there's no like two options. You might say, look, I'm the type of a Jew who's, uh, who likes learning Torah, and I'm the type of Jew who likes to, more spiritual approach. I'm a Jew who likes Ahava, but I'm a Jew who likes Yura. He's not saying, it's not, it's not, there's no choice like that. There's no, there's no, it's not appropriate to serve God as a Yerud Jew. There's no such thing as that. That That is a stepping stone. It's not a terminal position. It's not a position that anyone takes on as like that's their type. Maybe they have to slowly, you know, get there and different people's path to getting towards Ava might be a slow path, but it's not, it's not an end goal for anybody, which is, again, there might be some people who, don't let's say don't necessarily learn Torah. As I'll say, a person who spends five years learning Torah and he doesn't learn, he doesn't see some in brachos, then he's uh, go to work. Or it's not, I don't know if that means he doesn't learn at all. But but this is not this Ava Yira thing. It sounds like it's he's saying it's not a goal for anybody. Yira is not a goal for anybody. So he says, It's not appropriate to serve God on this path, right? Now, a good question: Why not? What's the big deal? Who cares? You're doing Torah. You're doing the mitzvahs. The Torah, after all, tells us about reward and punishment. It's not the Torah's filled with it. It's true. It's it's definitely part of the Torah. So what's so bad? Is that the worst thing? If a person says, look, I'm not an Ava type of a guy. I'm more of a Yura guy. Okay. Big deal. Why is that so bad? Okay, yeah. Good. Any other questions? I feel like it sounds like if you're doing the mitzvahs because it benefits you, I mean, it sounds like that's Yura. I don't know. It sounds like it, right? Because he says... A person who does it out of Ava is not doing for anything in the world, not to avoid evil, nor to inherit the good. I don't know. It's a good question. Like, what is where does benefit you fit in? Is that to get the good? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's a good question. Right? He says, it's a good question. He says, it's not the path of the Chachamim and not the Nubian. But the only people who do it are the Nashim right? Whatever, middle people. What about all the other people? Why are you telling me it's not the thing of the Nubian Chachamim? 
And it also, also wouldn't be him. I'm not, I'm not a Navi. Like, what's the, why, who cares? It's not the Pedal Chachamim. I get it. It's not the Pedal Chachamim. It's not, right? Okay, good. Any other question? Good question. Good question. The Lacha Beis itself, right? I was saying it's a high bar. It's saying it's the highest level. It's a very high level. Not every Chacham is Zochah to it. It's a level of Avram Avinu. But that's the level that Torah commanded in. And it says, and that's everybody. That's a mitzvah in the Torah. Or that's the Shema. Right? So you're saying on the one hand, you're saying it's like the highest level. Not every Chacham gets it. Avram Avinu, but that's the mitzvah. That's what everyone's commanded in. Right? It's like, it seems like it's too steep. Do I? Nobody should do Yerah. Everyone should do Ava. By the way, it's the hardest thing in the world. Oh, it's Avram Vina. Right? Like, what about the middle ground? Where the, there's, shouldn't there be a whole big middle here? Yeah, again, he says at the end there, I mean, I think we should leave it not going so into it. He says, at the time when a person loves Hashem Ava Ru'uya, a fitting Ava, Miyari immediately all miss that Ava. And then the next Halacha, which I don't really know as much, what does it mean, Ava Ru'uya? It's like your the love affair with the Gosh Baruch Hu, the point where you can't stop thinking about it. Like it's like the ex- extreme of like Chalas Ava, total, you know. Yeah. So that's that's another thing, but that's like the at the most extreme level of Ava that happens, which you know is interesting, but another you know further point. Yeah, yeah I want to like kind of focus on the distinction between them, and that's you know, but good question. This is also another thing which he talks about later. How do you get to the state of Ava? So that. He talks about it in two places. In Halacha Vav, he tells you the way you get there is through involving yourself in Torah and Nitzvah and Chachma and knowledge and all that. And that's through the knowledge you get there. Also in the beginning of so the Torah and Be'ez Aleph, he also talks about it. Basically, his root is through Chachma. Involving yourself constantly in Chachma and in, in thinking about Hashem, Torah, Chachma, all that. So that's also, again, I'm just t- referencing that, but he does tell you about that, just not yet. But that's a very fair point. Fair point. But yeah, the, the route, how to get there, we're not really going to be talking about. But we're talking about the end goal, but how to get there is a different discussion. But yes, good question. Yeah, I'll tell you what bothers me. I think to me, the strongest, the most bothersome part of this whole thing is the, his formulation that your Osa HaEmet, what is Ava? Osa HaEmet, again, he's not doing it for anything in the world, not to avoid the bad, not to inherit the good. But he's only doing the Osa Ms Neshu Ms. Truth because it's true. So Fatova Love Bakal. And the also the also the good comes along with it. Right? So what do, what do you mean when the good comes along? Who cares? If it's Ms Neshu Ms, that should talk for itself. Why are you telling me this the, the good comes along with it? Uh, who cares? That's not he's not carrying it, he's not doing it to Shatova. So why it almost sounds like now he's got mixed mixed motivations. It's because it's true, and also because the good is going to come along with it. That's not his chashman. And let's say again, this is like Luyitzor. Luyitzor, the good wouldn't come with it. Then what do you do? I mean, if it's true, doesn't he also have the shayma? So that's it. That's it, right? So why why is he throwing that on there on the end? It's like doesn't see. It seems to be like a distraction from the point, right? And it gets you confused. Because it's MS, it's because of Tavalava Bachal. He just said he's not doing it because the he's going to be Arsh the And also, what exactly is this motivation? Something circular about it. Like, why am I doing it? Because it's true, okay? So, why do I care about that? Because it's true. Yeah, and like, what's the why? Is, it's like it's almost self justifying. I guess it'd be, why is that? Why is that? Why do I care about that? That's a good question. What does it mean? Also, MS, what's the MS? 
So mitzvahs, yeah. You know, why does he have to say that that's it's the Nashim Tama, that's who we teach to do, yeah? Why does he have to mention that? Okay. Yeah. The question I want to start with is, what's so bad about Yara? Right? Why is that? What's what's bad about it? Why is it that it's such, he's so down on it? Right? He's so down on it. Besides the fact he seems to bring it back, but whatever. You know, but what's so bad about it? Right? He's not, like, it's inappropriate to serve God in this way. And really? Why? Right? Doing the mitzvahs, doing the Torah, doing the mitzvahs, doing all the mitzvahs. I'm a good Jew. Right, but so, right? I assume many people would say if, if you tell me a guy, paint the picture of a guy, he's on all tormentos perfectly, everything's healthy, but he's doing it because he wants to get the good or he wants to get away the bad. That's all about that. Or you say, okay, is he doing everything good? Got like a board, right? What's so bad? Good. So, 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 like you guys are all saying, is that and the Rebbe talks all about this a lot on the Chela tips, but anyone else listens to those, those are great. So, but the the idea, the, the I think the main point is that when a person does the Torah for star, right? It means he's saying that ultimately the ultimate good is me getting all number or money or lollipops or whatever or avoiding pain. That's really the ultimate. And the Torah is a means of being able to attain whatever this thing is, right? You're basically taking the Torah, which is the ends, which is the truth, the good, if to get into exactly what that is, and you're making it a tool of something else, right? So it's like you're undermining what the Torah is. You're making it, you're, you're putting whatever it is. You have an ava, as someone said, if you know who said it, though, and did this the other day. So it's like, a person has an ava of something. It's just your ava is of the roar. And now the Torah is becoming a tool to get that thing, which you love. You're saying you're making the ultimate good something else, and the Torah becomes a tool. And I think that's what you're saying. It's not really to do that, because it really cheapens the Torah. It makes the Torah into a negative or not a negative, but it's just a tool or something else. That was Rebbe's example on the tapes. It's like a kid gets a, you know, a shot in order to get a lollipop. Right? It's like the shot is the good. Right? It's just that, you know, he's a kid. He doesn't realize it. So he's doing it because lollipop is the ultimate good for a kid. But he doesn't realize that the life of the shot itself is a good. Right? So it's like he's, he, he like, you know, he's a kid. So he doesn't get it. But that's ultimately, it, it, it's the perversion of what the, what the shot is. The shot isn't bad, which you're doing with the Alibaba. The shot itself is the good. So it's a mashal, but Right, so here, that's the Torah itself is true. It's good, we have to talk about that. But is the, what's bad about it is that it perverts the Torah. It subordinates the Torah. It makes it into, yeah, it makes yourself a reward, something other than the Torah as a good, and it, and it under, undermines what the Torah is. Okay, so he says it's not really appropriate to do that. And it's never a model. There's no model of a person or an end goal. And that's what he's saying. It's like, there is a derech of chinuch of teaching people. Because you can't just go to second grade and say, do the Torah because it's true. You just, okay. It doesn't move anybody. You need lollipops. Can't even tell them to do it because you're going to get a little whatever. All my bar. 
You tell them you're going to get honor. They just need the only thing that just works is lollipops. Right? And then as you work your way up. So it's like you're not going to get people to follow. People who are at a, at a beginner step, they, the good to them is lollipops or honor or money, you know, pleasure, whatever the case is. So in order to, you have to teach them Torah and you're not going to motivate them to teach Torah, to learn Torah, if you don't either give them a reward or a promise or a punishment. Right? I mean, you, just need, you need some sort of a tool. Think of it as little kids, but then it doesn't have to be a little kid. It could be someone who's older, but it just doesn't have any knowledge. You just say to them, hey, do it because it's true. It doesn't talk to them. It's not, it doesn't move a person. Right? Just like you can't get your kid to take the shot because it's good for him. It's healthy. It's important. You'll you'll really like it afterwards because you don't really want to get the flu, right? You don't want to get the flu. You don't want to get sick, right? The kid doesn't understand that. That's like a long-term thing. So you have to work with the person where they're at. So the Ashram, there is, there I'm saying, there is a, you might say, look, it's it's inappropriate. You can never do that. You can never use Yura because Yura itself cheapens the Torah. He said, no, that's true. You can never say that's an ultimate, but you have a right to use it as an educational until, because there is true, there is star and there is Onesh, and there are Brachos, and there's Talos, and there's Almaba, and there's Karis. Those things are true. You're not lying to them. But you're just recognizing the reality that they're not at the point of doing it in Eshuanas. And therefore, it is an appropriate pedagogical tool to say to a person, do it because of that. You don't have to tell the kid the full truth, nothing but the truth. You tell the kid, do it in order to get a lollipop. And that's, that, that is appropriate. Even though you don't say, ah, oh, but I'm implying to the kid that the lollipops are good and Torah is just a tool. That's true. You are. It's, it's true. But that's, you have a right to do that as a tool to get him to start learning. And the only way he's going to appreciate the truth and the good and the hava and whatever is through learning it, through doing it. So you have to get off the ground somehow. But it could be actually saying the only one you teach that way. But that that you have a right to. But you don't have a right to make that the end goal. It's merely a stepping stone. Stepping stone. Right? It's like a handicap. It's not really, it would be like an example. It's like you, um, I don't know, you're bowling with bumpers or something like that. You know, it's like they're just a tool to be able to get you so everything doesn't fall into the thing. So you get started. But it's not a end goal. So no one does no one it's not actual form of bowling. It's just a way that you do it until you get uh, until you're able to bowl a little better. Or in trading, I don't know, there's something called paper trading. You have a trading account and you trade stocks with uh, paper and money, it's fake money. No one actually does that for a living. It's just a, a tool to get you get get you going. You get used to it in order to be able to work your way up to be able to trade for real. So that's the way you have to think about it. It's, it's a tool. It's a stepping stone. Once you make it a goal, then then it cheapens the Torah. It undermines what the Torah is. They're true. They're just, they're not the the motivation. But they're true. Like the Ram says, it's like, if you do the Torah, then uh, you'll be able to have money, and the money will help you learn Torah some more. So the ultimate good is the Torah is not the money. But the money's true, and it's a, it'll help you be able to be involved in the Torah even more so. Be able to pursue the, the truth. So there is, it's, Hashem did set up the world in a way that if you do the Torah, you'll get the brachos. And if you do the Torah, you'll get the mabah. It's just saying is, is the person shouldn't say, I'm doing it because my ultimate value is brachos, money, all mabah, lollipops. 
and I see my best tool of getting lollipops is not to just, I don't know, steal it from the candy store. It's to uh, do the mitzvahs because maybe he's going to give them out or whatever. That's, you know, that, that's fine for a second grade, but at some point you have to you go beyond that and use, you, you don't subservient the Torah to some other objective. Yeah. I, I don't want to take up the, the Milo's of Chama's of I have an answer for that, but uh, we'll see if we have time for that. But that's, uh, you could think about that question. We don't get to it. Like, why is he saying the Milo's of Chama's of Whatever. That's why I think it's like that. Okay. So, so now, yeah. So now the question is: So what about over now? Right. All those questions about over now. First of all, let's see. What is that? What is it? What about the fact that is the relation? Which one is it? Right. And. And what about the problem? The problem you're asking is like, it's on one end, it's like, the super duper highest level. Not every Chacham Zochit to it. And at the same time, you're telling me it's the level which is commanded to us. Right? Which is interesting. Another word. And that's another question. I forgot to ask this question, but I don't know. Maybe it's no big deal. But, Again, every Tepasig is through Hashem, through Moshe Rabbeinu. Do you have to really mention Moshe Rabbeinu? Why is that? I mean, okay, the apostle, who had Tzivoy, the Torah, right? You know, I don't know. It's like, maybe that's, he uses that and do a search for how often he says that, but uh, it doesn't sound like a common type of phrase to use. It's the reference to the Torah, you know? Okay, whatever. That's just a little bit of a point off that, but, right. So what's the, so what is this Ahava, and how could it be the mitzvah, on the one hand, and at the same time, being the level of Avraham, and not every Chacham Zochet to it. And so Maybe let's ask this question. We ask this, what, why am I doing Osas Meshuamas? Do we explain that? Like, what's, why should I do it? Because it's true, okay? So then why should I do that? It's true. Yeah, good. So, so I like to think of it as, this is a, a way I like to think about it, but you're saying it good. That, like, let's say a scientist. Like a good scientist. Not like just a scientist who's doing it for honor, like a competitive scientist, like an Einstein or something, you know? Like, why is a scientist trying to figure out the theory of the universe, right? So again, I say good scientist, I don't know, one scientist might do it for honor, because it will give them a cover. But that's not like the scientific establishment is not that. And people who are scientists might be that way. But that's not the, the science as a, as a field, as a pursuit is because they want truth. That just, man is so constructed. You call it an axiom. That we're so programmed. We could say it's a Samal Gem. Hashem gave us a Samal Gem. That we're seeking out knowledge, seeking out truth. That's the part of us which is seeking to be like God, so to speak, in our ability to gain knowledge. But whether you call it Samal Gem and whether you have religious bent or not, it's like this part of man that wants reality, truth. That's what we're looking for. We don't want a fantasy world. We don't want to be living in some igloo land. We want, we're looking for what's real. Right? A person doesn't want to be a psychotic in some world where stuff really exists. They're looking for truth. And they're seeking out is a part of a person which is, you know, has to be developed and you know, to, uh, they acquire the taste, if you will, so to speak. But there's like ultimately a part of a person that's drawn to truth and to reality. And 
That's why a scientist is seeking out a theory, whatever the theory of the ultimate reality is. And that's why a person is trying to do the Torah, doing the Amas. Doing the Torah is the true plan for man. God, God created the world, and he said a man is part of that design for the universe, and man has an objective, and man's objective is to be involved in truth. Involved in truth, the Torah is the path to truth. And that is the ultimate reality of the universe, of man's place in the universe, is to be living a life of the knowledge of God and the Torah. And a person, a person is drawn to truth. Now again, it takes it takes training to be able to tap into that. Just like there might be acquired tastes, maybe that's truly in line with your palate, but you have to kind of work your way through it. So when you're a kid, you don't appreciate what does truth even mean. Your mind hasn't developed to a point where you start appreciating truths and you're drawn to it and become like in love with it. So there's a process that you, that it takes to get there. But ultimately, when a person sees truth and appreciates truth, they realize that is the ultimate goal and everything else pales in comparison. Everything else is uh, transient and uh, fantasy and not, doesn't ultimately draw the person. What ultimately draws the person is reality, truth. And that's why a person does the Torah. Okay. Right, exactly. And then the key here is that there's a spectrum. And he says, Avram is Ohabi, the Fishelo of an Elame He's the paradigm. Because he was only doing it out of Abba. He saw through everything else and realized everything else is transient, is not worthwhile, nothing. Pales in comparison to truth. And that's what he was seeking at truth. But that's, again, he's the paradigm. He's the level that Allah called Chacham Zohala. Right? That's the highest possible level, the person who's doing that. But, but it doesn't mean, and that's an income of that. But it doesn't mean a person doesn't have glimpses of that. Person, each person, like the Ram says, you teach the Nashim Kitanam Hamaris slowly until they appreciate Tirbadaitam of the Mava. So the more a person has knowledge, it, the knowledge draws you in. The Ram describes the process of Ava Sashem. A person sees the knowledge and they're drawn to see more of it and they're drawn to see more of it. And it has an attractive force on the personality. So each person on his level, is seeking out Ava Sasham. So the, there's a goal, and it's the mitzvah. The mitzvah in the Torah is to serve Hashem out of But that's like the ultimate objective where everyone has their, like their, you know, I guess the, the light which everyone is pursuing. And that's the end goal. But every person is approximating and working their way towards that. So it is a tzivoy because the tzivoy is not tzivoy to do it out of Europe. See, we do that Ava, but we are motivated by Yerah. We are motivated by our self-interests and our star and our own and all that. And insofar as we are, they're true, and that will feed us and draw us to the Torah. But as we, we have to realize that when Moshe Rabbeinu commanded us, he's the ultimate teacher, Moshe Rabbeinu. He's our Rebbe. But he didn't teach us, even though he's our Rebbe, he didn't say, do the Torah because of Yerah. He said, we have to Right? Ultimately, even a teacher... Even the teacher will tell you, like, you know, the candies and all that. But in the, ultimately, he still is going to say, Vyafta. Like, there is the Tzivu. Ultimately, Vyafta is where it's at. And that's, the Yura is only a stepping stone. 
So, so it's it's like a, a process of development where a person works their way towards that which they see as the ultimate goal. But they know that it's a high goal and it's an al But each person strives, and the more we're involved in Torah, and he tells us later how to do it through learning Torah and the Chachma and all that. There's, there's a process so to get yourself there. But it's ultimately, that's where a person's at. So, if I'd ask you, the Sunak we answer that Stiro, what does he say? It says, the person is doing Osamas, Meshu, Ames, is Sofa Tavalahu Bacha. So the question was, if he's doing because it's Ames, then why does he have to say Sofa Tavalahu Bacha? Not because of Tova, it's because it's Amos. So why are you mentioning the Tova Tova Right? By the way, I just want to mention is that the Chlal, there's different Gersos, the, the Dafos, the older ones, they say, sort of the Glala comes because of it. But sort of the Chlal means like it's included in it. I think it means it's not like some super added thing, like you'll get the reward, like a lollipop, like the Glala. But it's like the Chlal, the Sofa Tova comes along with it. It is the ultimate God. It brings the good along with it. But still, why is he mentioning that? I thought it's all about Abba here. Right? Why is Osama's nation MS? Why is he saying so the good? I never saying it. He's saying ultimately, if you'd ask the Avramavina, why is he doing it? He's saying it because it's true. Period. Right? But if you you're telling me I should aspire to love Avramavina. So does that mean I'm doing it, the truth? I'm sorry, did I say Avram's doing it because it's truth? But does that mean that I'm aspiring to the truth and not the good? Am I like sacrificing the good for truth? Is that what I'm aspiring to? He's saying, no, no, no. It's, it does, that is the ultimate goal, but it's not a sacrifice. And you shouldn't think that by pursuing it because it's true, you're not going to get the good. The good is implicit. It comes along with it. The truth a life of truth is the ultimate good for for man. They, they they go together. But the reason why the Ram has to say that is because he's like depicting for you, this is what you're looking for. Ultimately, what's my goal? And it feels like self, like a self-sacrifice, if you describe it that way. And it doesn't talk, it talks to Avram, you know, it doesn't talk to us. We're working our way towards that. And He's trying to make that like the model, which I'm trying to put as my my end goal. It's like it could be harmful to not include that in the formula, because it, then it feels like I'm sacrificing the good because of the fact that I want truth. And it's not true. You're not sacrificing the good. It's just that you you're you're drawn to truth more than the good. You're drawn to it because it's true, not because it's good. But it is good. And you should be aware of that. And as you rise up in the ranks, you care less about the fact that it's good and more the fact that it's true. But that's, you know, it's important to tell you that because he's talking to us. He's not writing this halacha for Amravina. He's writing the halacha for us and telling us what we should have in our mind's eye as our ultimate objective. So our ultimate objective is by the way. It's like a by the way. Don't, don't, don't drop that thought. Because that's the thought that we have to realize. You're doing it. It's not like you're choosing the good, the truth, as opposed to the good. You're just choosing the truth, which happens to also be the good. And just know about that. Don't 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 think you're giving up the the, the good. So that. But Moshe Ben I was trying to show you is that even though Moshe, who's like you may say, look, Avram Vino is only doing it because he's Avram Vino. But Moshe Ben, who's our Rebbe, who's our teacher, 
right? That's he's supposed to be teaching us. So teachers maybe you say talk about the era, like he says, you teach the national or whatever, you talk about the era. But it's saying no, even when you're teaching, even Moshe is teaching us, and he's giving a blueprint for everyone, for the Amar, for everybody, it's for the whole of everybody. You still talk about Ava. It doesn't mean in teaching you just forget about Ava. And you just say, well, it's all doing it for a star, mitzvahs, all that. You mention the star. You do. But still you always keep the uh, the end goal as uh, as like the ultimate ideal, the ultimate objective. Well, people say every day, but ultimately that's where, that's the other goal. Yeah, so then there's zero in the mitzvahs and concept, all that. But like the ultimate, we still have to know there's an ultimate about even though we're not quite able to relate to it fully and it doesn't necessarily talk to us exactly. Kids say the half days anyways, even though they don't get it. They also say by and they also get the lollipops. But it's like, it's a Moshe Rabbeinu. I'm saying it's like, it's, not, it's Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, telling Moshe Rabbeinu, you know, he's still, the, 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 even though the educational method is involves Zira, still, he, Ava is like, we're never going to say Yira is the end goal. We're not going to say that. We'll say, do it for the candy. We're not going to say, do it because the ultimate good is candies. You're not going to say that. You're going to say, do it because it's good for you. Do it because I'll give you, you'd say the lollipop, but you still say, and it's good for you. And we're like, the, the good for you has to still be there. Or I'm sorry, the truth has to still be there. You know, and the health is because it's good for you, but I'm saying, it's here, the fact is truth, that uh, the, uh, the idea of Ava has to always be there. Your old kid, like, there's a person who's never going to see the truth. You go to a random person who's involved in typos and you say, hey, don't you want truth? Say no. What do you mean? You do. No, I don't. What are you talking about? So you got to sell the person on, you say, listen, you think typos makes you happy? That doesn't make you happy. That's just fantasies and you're really frustrated and you want to see knowledge. I'll give you, let's have a philosophical discussion. I'll show you how this ultimately shows you how to live your life. Shows you how to think, shows you make good decisions, so you get all these different things. Shows you what you're really looking for. You're really going to be happier. And you're going to get all the good, and you're going to even make more money, and you're going to do all this, right? You talk to them in that way. And then he starts learning about it. And then, you know, it might be as a means to be able to be happy and to be able to whatever else. And that's true. And it draws them in. And great. That's part of we have to talk to a person at that at that level. And God will reward you. And whatever, whatever things you're going to give them. But ultimately... Ultimately, he's in line with truth. God is the ultimate reality, and this is Ratzon Hashem, and he's involved in that. The Prochos and the Klolos is a good example to prove the opposite, because there's no punishments or rewards listed by the Prochos and the Klolos. So if you keep about. the Brachos, then yeah. you're Baruch. If you keep the Aror, if you keep the Klolos, yeah. that take yeah. the Klolos, then you're Aror. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, afterwards, it gives a whole list of... Then yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's, yes, that's right. like... Yeah, right. 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 That's true. I mean, Aror and Baruch are just saying this is our own spot. Yeah. Yeah. There's no consequences yeah. in that part. Yeah. Yeah, just one thing I just wanted to say. So again, maybe just saying is that the, the low... It's not the path of Chacham and Vyamath Chacham. I thought maybe it says, like, if you say it's not the path of um, the VM, it's okay. The VM are at the super duper highest level. But a Chachamim, this is the path. This is a root. You might say, this is a root as I'm doing the Torah because I'm pursuing Torah, told me the mitzvahs, and I'm doing Torah because of the reward. Now, the VM don't do it, okay. They're at the highest level. Maybe the Chachamim, maybe this is a legitimate stopping point. So that's why I tell you it's not the path of Chachamim. And if you only said it's not the path of Chachamim, maybe you think, look, a Chacham, you don't say, don't do, say, do the mitzvahs because it will give you the good. 
Because look, maybe you don't really know what's going to give you the good. You don't know the future. You don't know exactly how it's going to pan out. But maybe a Navi who really has knowledge about the future and knows how all these things work, maybe you'd say he would do it for uh, for the reward. He understands the system of Skyfall. He understands the future and how it's going to play out. But it's saying, no, even a Navi who understands the system, it's not because you're not, not the reason why you're not doing it for Skyfall is because you don't know how it's going to pan out. Even if you know exactly how it's going to pan out, that's still not the reason. So those are saying it's not. The Neviim will know how it's going to pan out, don't do it. And Chachamim, if again, if you just said the Neviim don't do it, you'd say, okay, because they're at a very high level, so I understand, but Chachamim maybe do. So he's just trying to show you, it's like, there's no authority. It's not like a goal for anybody. There's no goal in the Torah. There's no type of booth. You're in Navi school, you're in Chachamim school. There's no objective which has it that Yira is a, is a, is a goal. It's not an aspiration that anybody has. You said it's not my Chachamim. You'd say, oh, the reason why Chachamim is, the reason why you shouldn't do it for the reward, it's because you don't know how a reward and is going to work. So don't, you're going to do it for all the reward, and then you're not going to get the reward, and then you're going to see someone fall off a ladder and get all worried. And, uh, you know, it's like we don't know how the system of reward and punishment works. You might think that's why I shouldn't do it for reward, because we don't understand enough about the system. But if you saw you knew, you understood the system of survival and you understood how the future plays out and all that, maybe you'd say then it would be inappropriate, you know? But then you'd be missing the point, even though you're not going to be a Navi, but then you'd think, that that is really an ultimate objective, if only we knew. So by saying it's not the my love Nevi'im, it also shows you that it's not due to our lack of knowledge of the future and how the Sarvanish can play out. It's intrinsically not an appropriate thing for them. You know? And if you only said it's not the my love Nevi'im, then you'd say, okay, Nevi'im are the highest level, but maybe if Chacham is an appropriate level. It's going to show you it's not, it's simply not a, an objective in the Torah. That's not how we do Torah analysis. All right, so, you know, there's more in this parak. You know, how do you get there? And uh, the Shema, and the, you know, he equates uh, this other thing, Ava Ru'iyah, and then he also has this thing of the Shema and Lola Shema is somehow compared to Ava and Yura. There's, like, a lot here, but this is, like, some of the main ideas. All right.